goal I had from over for my uh, college career. That was really the only goal I had coming in was to win a GTBC championship. And I feel like we have a good shot this year. Welcome to episode 224 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Blink and you might just miss it. For any player entering their final year of college eligibility, it feels like it doesn't take very long to go from raw rookie to standout veteran. Such is the case for Marcus Coderre. The fifth-year University of Calgary Dinos third baseman has become a key piece of the leadership group that has helped turn the program around to the point where they are now a serious contender heading towards the Canadian College Baseball Conference Championships in a couple of weeks. The 5'11 Coderre hasn't exactly been lighting it up at the plate, hitting 228 with 11R RBI and two stolen bases in 26 games, but he's been instrumental in helping the young Dinos core establish itself and quickly, sitting with a 15 and 13 record as we record this episode. The Calgary product joined us recently for a great chat about his baseball journey, his hope to give back through coaching, and what he's learned under Calgary Wildcats Senior Director of Baseball Operations and former MLB hurler Chris Reitzma. Marcus, thanks for joining us and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a bit of an up-and-down season for the Dinos, so far at least. How would you personify the spring so far? Uh, I would say that so far it's definitely been a bit of a roller coaster year. We've had all kinds of different weekends, some good, some bad. But I think that uh, right now we're starting to play a little bit better. And I feel like we're coming together as a team and sort of finding our identity as we get, through the, get to the back end of the season here. This isn't your first rodeo, so you kind of know how the season goes, and it always has those trials and tribulations. When it comes to this year's team, are you where you thought you'd be at this point of the season? Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect going in because uh, we do have a lot of returning guys on the team this year, but a lot of guys who last year was their first experience in the CCBC, mm-hmm. so they were stepping up into bigger roles this year. And I think that uh, everyone's done a good job this year kind of figuring out what their role within the team is and um i guess i would say i'm around where we expected i think maybe expected a little bit better but i i don't mind where we're at at all i think that we're in a pretty good spot getting into the back end of the year here Mm -hmm. in your eyes what's gone right what's gone wrong in those weekends where you've had some good times and some bad times i think uh the strength of our team comes from the depth of our team we have a lot of really good players on our team that fill different roles and I think that the weekends where things have gone the best it's when everybody is kind of playing to their strengths and figuring out their strengths and then there's times that we've gotten away from that a little bit and that's when the weekends have sort of uh, taken a bit of a turn for the worse so I think just finding that consistency of everybody knowing their job and doing that uh, will really help us going into the uh, playoff stretch here. Is there a feeling in the room that that record isn't really indicative of how you've played? Because I know there have been a few close games as well, one or two run ball games that easily could have flipped the other way and you, you guys would be sitting at you know a 12-6 and six mark kind of thing or, or maybe even a little bit better. Yeah, I think we do have a bit of that feeling. I think there's been games too where we felt like we just haven't gotten any breaks or we've lined out a few times in big spots and that kind of stuff. So just the way baseball goes, right? But... I think that um, we feel good about the way that we're playing now, and we just got to keep going and keep working hard at practices and keep uh, maintaining our approach in game. As one of the veterans on the team, what's your main message going into that dressing room, heading into the second half, and as we approach the CCBC World Series later on this month? 
I think uh, the main message that I try to get across is don't try to do too much. I think we've had some times where we've all on our team been a little bit guilty of that, where when things aren't going our way or if we're not getting any breaks, we kind of try to individually take it into our own hands. But we play our best when we're all playing together and just trying to get the next guy up type of thing at the plate. So mm-hmm. just doing your job, keeping it simple, and uh, find a way to keep the line moving. On a personal level, how would you grade your performance so far this season? Um, I would definitely say that, especially at the start, the, the first half was not not at all how I wanted it to go. Um, I felt like I had some good at-bats where results kind of weren't showing what uh, how I felt at the plate. But definitely this past weekend was a lot better, and I'm hoping that this uh, last little stretch here is, proves to be a good good time mm-hmm. coach Williams said it'd be guys like you that he'd be leaning on for that experience and and the support as we get into the, the last few weeks of the season how have you tried to assert yourself as that voice to help guide them through those ups and downs not just from a team perspective but also from your own individual perspective making sure that even if you might be down uh, at the plate for example that you're still keeping your teammates up yeah I think that for me this year especially kind of taking a leadership role is what I value is the most important. So just keeping kind of like a positive attitude regardless of how things are going with the team or for myself, kind of putting that aside and being available for younger guys to talk to or if I can see that they're kind of struggling a bit, I can talk to them about how I deal with things and hopefully that leads them to coming out of their slumps or coming out better. Mm -hmm. How interesting of a season is it from your perspective? You've been through this a few times now it's kind of the opposite of a regular baseball season where you you know a lot of people think of a 162 game season it's a marathon not a sprint for you and the ccbc it's really a sprint not a marathon so how much of it is when in a leadership role telling those guys that hey we we can't afford to get lazy for too long at the same time we we have to be able to afford a little bit of patience as well and as you try to get to that main goal of of winning a championship yeah, so I, I kind of, I, I've always liked the setup where we play four games on the weekend for the most part, and then we have all week to kind of recover and get back to work. So I think that through the weekend, it's mainly about just going out and playing, right? There's not too much, too many adjustments that you can make throughout the weekend, but it's nice to have that kind of week in between that we can get together, we can see what went wrong, what maybe went right, and what we need to change as a team or in the, from an individual perspective on how we can improve going to that, into that next weekend. Mm-hmm. I keep mentioning as one of the veterans, but you've seen a lot with this team. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where you were struggling to get wins. There were, you know, eight and 12 seasons. There was five and 15 seasons. It wasn't easy in that uh, early going. What's it been like from your perspective to see the evolution of this team and this program in such a short amount of time? Yeah, it's been awesome. Just over the five years that I've been here, I think the first year we won eight games and then already jumping up to 17 wins last year. It was just kind of crazy to see what kind of transition we made and it's been awesome to be a part of that. And I think a lot of that just has come down to us sort of buying into the hard work that goes into an off season or into the fall and throughout all that. I think that's what's been the biggest difference for us. And just being able to see how hungry the young guys are when they come in and how good they are when they're coming in really pushes the older guys, too, to work harder as well. Are you noticing from a league perspective 
the difference in play even from the time that you were uh, a rookie in 2019, 2018, 2019 to today? Because I look at it and I go, you look at the the recruiting power that some of these programs have and uh, even just the effort that's being brought in from teams like yourselves and Edmonton and some of the new teams over in BC. I mean, everybody seems to be packing a pretty good punch. Yeah, I think that uh, the league the talent in the league has definitely gotten better from when I started here and I think every year it just keeps on getting better I think uh, a lot of it has to do with there's a lot of Canadian talent that is more inclined to stay in Canada now with uh, just showing how these programs can be competitive with some teams in the States like throughout spring trips and stuff like that I think that's helped a lot but yeah there's definitely a pretty big difference between how talented the league was when I came in versus how talented it is now it's been a lot of fun What's it been like learning and playing under Coach Williams? Uh, it's been great. Uh, obviously, he was such a great player for the University of Calgary team back in his day. So it is it's easy to listen to him because he's been through it all. He's been experienced the CCBC and what it is. So it's very easy to take what he has to say and want to implement that yourself. What's been the biggest piece of advice or wisdom that he's been able to impart on you that you take to the ballpark every day? I think um, for me it's just been he's talked a lot to our team about that getting that next guy up approach and not trying to take it all on yourself or put all, all the kind of weight on your own shoulders and spreading it out amongst the team and that comes from establishing like a good team culture and knowing that we all have a lot of talented players on our team and no, no one player has to do too much to win or lose the game and just kind of playing your game and playing to your strengths that's been what he's kind of gotten across to us the most. I'm curious, as a senior on the team, does that thought creep into your mind at all that your days as a dino are winding down? Are you taking a few moments to maybe soak it all in at all? Or are you, you know, business is business and you just got to get the job done? Yeah, so I think that, uh, especially now, it's definitely something that I think about more. Um, throughout the early parts of the year, it's kind of more just thinking about the business is business kind of trying to get get wins and stuff like that but now that it's sort of winding down we're in the last 12 games here that it, you definitely start to think about it and start to kind of cherish all the moments like all the practices all the games all the bus trips all that kind of stuff how excited are you for the opportunity to maybe put an exclamation point on this fantastic CCBC career and and go and and potentially win a CCBC championship uh later on in May yeah, I'm very excited for that opportunity. That's definitely something that when I came to UFC, that was the goal I had from over for my uh, college career. That was really the only goal I had coming in was to win a CCBC championship. And I feel like we have a good shot this year. And I'm really excited to see how we uh, perform in championships this year. Very excited to watch you as well. Let's uh, dive into your baseball past a little bit here, Marcus. Uh, you grew up right here in Calgary. Who introduced you to the game of baseball? Uh, I got into baseball uh, through my dad. Uh, he was a baseball player growing up in Ottawa, and uh, through him, he just always had a love for baseball, and we grew up watching baseball together and playing catch together, and that's kind of how I felt about the sport, too. Did you love it right away, or was it something where you were kind of hesitant at first just because it felt like Dad was maybe pressuring you a little bit? No, it was definitely something I loved right away. So I, growing up, I just I loved watching the Blue Jays play. I love going out to the park and playing catch and taking ground balls, that kind of stuff. So it's always been something that I've loved. 
you mentioned the Blue Jays as your favorite team. What about favorite players? Who did you have posters of up on your wall? Oh, uh, my favorite player of all time is uh, Roy Holiday, actually. Oh, cool. And uh, currently, um, I love uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., of course. What was it about uh, Doc that made you go, that's that's my guy? Uh, so, yeah, so growing up, I loved pitching. That was the favorite part, my favorite part of my game. And just watching him go out and attack hitters, that I love I loved watching him do that. Were you a multi-sport guy growing up, or was it all baseball all the time? Uh, I played hockey as well growing up, but definitely less competitive than that, and played that to about grade 7 or 8, and then after that it was just all baseball. And you've certainly seen a lot of baseball in Calgary as well. We were talking off air about your journey and how you've seen basically baseball at every level here in the city of Calgary. Talk a little bit about that journey and maybe some of the influential characters that you've had along your way. Yeah, so it's been a, definitely been a long journey throughout the Calgary baseball scene for me. So uh, growing up, I played with the Northwest Little League. And then um, I started doing the Junior Dinos off-season program when I was about 12. And I think uh, some big some coaches that stood out to me right away from that was uh, were Joe Sargent and uh, Cam McLaughlin, actually, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Jordy Alexander, our current pitching coach. They've been, they were kind of with me throughout my whole journey growing up throughout baseball in, uh, in Calgary. And uh, they're definitely very influential on my life, too, as a person. You really got to know that area around Foothill Stadium quite a bit with the different programs that you've been a part of, knowing the history, I'm sure, of, of that park. What's it meant to you to be able to, to play in that park, to, to represent your city, and, and be a part of a program like the, like the Dinos? Yeah, it's definitely a big honor for me to be able to represent the city that I grew up in, in university, playing baseball for them. Uh, playing at Foothills is cool, too. I remember growing up going to watch Vipers games there. And even before that, there the Cannons were there, too. Mm-hmm. And I think what kind of really helped me uh, realize it is a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, I, uh, I met Jamie Campbell, and I was talking with him. And he, he was talking about all the players he's seen come up through uh, Foothills and how cool that must be to share the field with them. And that kind of really made me, made me realize how how cool it was to be able to play on on foothills mm-hmm. speaking of those moments looking back on your young career to this point any favorite memories or moments where you just kind of had to take that step back and go man i can't believe i'm here playing ball or i can't believe that just happened mm, so i think that uh, a lot of the best moments for me have just come through um just like through my teammates and just growing up playing with the same kind of group of players like I had a group of friends that we played Northwest Little League together growing up, and then we kept playing throughout all the Junior Dinos teams as well with each other. And just uh, being able to kind of share the field with them for so long, that to me is the coolest moment that I've had playing Single out some of those teammates, some of those guys who you've been able to rise up the ranks with and maybe give them a little plug or two and, and talk about their influence on your life. Yeah, for sure. So um, Ethan Sherwood is the first name that uh, stands out to me. Mm-hmm. He and I played together from when we first started playing baseball at six, seven years old, and we played together every year until uh, we finished playing with Junior Dinos at 18. Uh, a couple of the other guys that I played with a bunch growing up are um, Ben Prediger yeah. and uh, Diego Lang would be the other one. Very cool. How cool is it 
to watch. Well, Prediger, I know, has done uh, done some cool things in his career. I know all three of those guys have done stuff. You've done stuff. How cool is it to watch these friends that you've had for basically your entire life go on and do crazy things, whether it be here at home or they go down to the States and do their thing or whatever the case may be? Like, It's got to be an, a different kind of experience. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it adds it's it's a, quite a crazy experience. Like I, I love following how Ben uh, teams doing down in the states, talking to him about how his season's going, and we kind of just like even just something as simple as sharing approaches at the plate or something like that with each other. Like just being able to talk to those guys that I've known for so long. Like there's such a big help and influence on my life. Mm-hmm. I mentioned about the the cool moments. What about those challenges? What's been maybe the biggest hurdle or obstacle you've had to overcome in your baseball journey? Um, the biggest hurdle, I think, is something that a lot of players would share: is that it's tough to stay mentally resilient when there are when you are going through maybe tough times at the plate. And I think that that's kind of the beauty of baseball: is it teaches you how to deal with failure in life because there's going to be moments in life where you don't always get what you want and you got to be able to power through it and find ways to get better or improve. And I think that that's the beautiful challenge of baseball. If it wasn't baseball, what would you be doing right now? If it wasn't baseball, uh, I think I would have kept going with hockey and seen how that would have taken me. I'm not, I'm not too sure how far that would have ended up going, but uh, hockey was definitely the other sport that I loved growing up. Now, you are, of course, a student athlete as well, and have been set to graduate uh, very momentarily here. What's Talk a little bit about that balance of trying to be a student and an athlete and trying to, to appease the needs of both in the classroom and on the field. Yeah, so I actually just finished with the Workland School of Education. Yeah, so that's what I just finished up with, and it was definitely challenging uh, to be able to go through my practicum experiences with uh, through the start of baseball. This, this year and last year, there was a couple trips that I had to fly out to to meet up with the team and then fly back, or maybe we got back from the bus at 1 or 2 in the morning and I had to wake up to go uh, teach the next morning. So that part was definitely a little bit challenging, but I think it just kind of comes down to loving what you do and for me, I love teaching and I love playing baseball, so it made it a little bit easier to be able to get up in the morning to do those things. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a specific grade or maybe level of schooling that you'd love to become a teacher in? Yeah, so I, I, right now my dream job would be to be a junior high uh, phys ed teacher. That would be the dream for me. Very cool. And and why that? Was that was there a teacher that you had back in school that that kind of made you go, I want to be like that teacher, or is it just something that you've you've always had in the back of your mind? Walk us through that mindset. So for me, it came through coaching. Actually, uh, through all the great coaches I've had in my life, I always wanted to get into coaching, and then I got into it uh, my first year of university. I started coaching a bit, and then uh, through that, I was just trying to figure out what kind of job would sort of emulate that and teaching for me is one that stood out right away and uh, I I like that age group that's the age group I've been coaching for the last five years too so yeah just working with that age group has been awesome Mm -hmm. you mentioned the coaching thing and I'm glad you did because I I know you're listed as one of the coaches over at Wildcats Uh, you got a pretty big name working with you there with Chris Rietzma what's it been like being able to to learn not just with him but some of the other names that you have on that staff yeah, it's been great, actually. Um, just being able to talk to him about 
baseball and kind of bounced some ideas off them. Just kind of opened my eyes to things for coaching as well as my own playing too. If I have any questions, I can go talk to him and he's super approachable and super open-minded to hear what we all have to say too, even though he has all that experience playing in the big league. Mm -hmm. He still is open to listening to what we have to say and we have some good talks about it and he's very, yeah, very kind, very, very open. Do you find yourself asking him much about his days in MLB or do you try to focus more on the coaching and teaching side of things? I think with him, I try to focus more on the coaching and teaching side of things because a lot of it is a lot of it is stuff that's applicable to all age groups and it's very simple and just things that maybe I'd never thought about before. That mm-hmm. he just is, is super helpful and uh, yeah, he knows he knows he knows his stuff for sure. Absolutely, and and obviously the other piece of that too is his involvement with Mike Soroka. Have you been able to twist his ear about sort of those levels of conversation and maybe some of the things that he's taught along to Mike that maybe uh, that can be applicable to the things that you're teaching your young kids? Yeah, for sure. Like there's been some drills that um, I, so I coach with Kevin Floyd, and we we've, we've sort of asked him just for some simple drills for the uh, 15 new kids, mm-hmm. and he's he's shown us a few drills that he did with uh, Mike growing up. And um, so that we can apply those, those to our kids too. And it's pretty cool just to have them going through the same kind of drills that he went through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A couple more questions for you here, Marcus, and I'll let you go. Uh, the first one, another standard one we ask everybody is, let's say you're chatting with some young ball players here in Calgary or around Alberta or even maybe some of the new recruits that you have with the Dinos and they're asking you for some advice or words of wisdom from what you've learned along your baseball journey thanks to 2020 hindsight. What would you say to them? Uh, the biggest thing that I would say to and any young baseball player would be to just enjoy the whole journey because it, it goes by quicker than you think. Especially that's something that I focus on telling the younger guys, the incoming recruits at UFC, is I tell them all that the five years that you're here are going to go by so quick and just make sure that you take the time to enjoy every moment that you have here. Great advice. Final question for you here, Marcus. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, the game of baseball means so much to me because the just from a young age it was kind of my way to escape school or anything that I found to be a little bit less interesting it's just always been there for me and that's been a great way to bond with my dad too with him being such a big baseball fan and stuff so I think baseball yeah baseball is just it meant so much to me growing up and will continue to mean so much to me going forward Absolutely. Well, Marcus, congratulations on all the success you've had at this point. Continued success, not just in the CCBC season and the World Series coming up, but beyond as well. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thanks again to Marcus Coderre for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We'll be getting a member of the Edmonton Collegiate Hawks on for next week's episode as we continue looking forward to the CCBC Championships, which are being held May 18th to 22nd in Lethbridge. A special thanks as well to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs are looking to reclaim the WCBL Championship this summer and have stacked the roster with several familiar faces. Head to dogsbaseball.ca for more. And AHP Academy is devoted to driven athletes. Their programs have started tournament play around the province already. Learn more at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thank you for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.